You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope your employment rights are doing the job of keeping you informed about how you should expect to be treated at work. Don't be put off from asking questions. This week, we're into the third episode of our mini-series about the employment rights of gig economy workers. And we are now at the stage where you know that certain jobs in the gig economy are classed as self-employed, even though you are dependent on a main company, an agency or a main person to give you that work. Some gig economy jobs where you will be classed as self-employed are jobs like food delivery riders, delivery drivers, online tutoring, graphic designers, virtual assistants, dog walkers, Airbnb hosts and handyman services. The other way to tell if you're likely to be classed as self-employed is whether you are doing this work as a profession, trade or vocation. And there are even some hobbies which could be classed as you being self-employed because you are likely to do more and include more services for your customers. For some of you doing these types of jobs, Even though you may earn some of the lowest wages in the jobs market, which in some cases may even be lower than the national minimum wage or national living wage hourly rates, you are still likely to be classed as self-employed for the money you earn from these gig jobs for the purposes of paying tax. And therefore, you will be expected to pay tax on anything you earn above £1,000. Now, there are tax thresholds, which at the moment is £12,570 for the tax year 6th of April 2023 to the 5th of April 2024. So you would have to earn that amount before you would become liable for tax. But in the mind of HMRC, people doing gig economy jobs usually have some other paid type of work, whether that's another self-employed job or a paid job with an employer and that in those jobs you would also be earning an income and paying tax on that income and so it's likely that your personal allowance of £12,570 would be taken up by that main job which is why we have a focus now on people doing gig economy jobs. Because in the mind of the government and HMRC, in these jobs, you're earning free money. And so now the government wants you to pay tax on that money. And they're going to take steps like asking certain trader platforms to pass on the information of anyone who's earning more than £1,000 a year through selling things. And these are going to be platforms like eBay and Amazon and Etsy. And there are other platforms which the government has now entered into a partnership with to share information 
about your earnings. So it's this idea that you're earning free money, which is troubling the government and which they're now trying to clamp down on to see if you're earning more than £1,000 a year. Because if you are, then they're going to expect you to pay tax on that money. Now, of course, earning that £1,000 says nothing about the expenses that you have incurred to make that £1,000. And that's something we'll talk about in the next episode of the podcast, because it's important that you get the full picture, because this is likely to apply to a lot of you who are employees and workers. So it's not something we usually do, but we've decided that we will go the whole way and provide this information for you because you need to know what your rights are and also what your responsibilities are. So the expectation will be that in these jobs where you're earning these extra little bits of money, you're going to be classed as self-employed in the main, although you could be treated differently if you're just earning scraps of money. Let's say you rent out a room for a couple of nights and it's not something you do routinely. Then when you come to register for self-employment, you'll be taken down a slightly different route. And the difference between the two, one where you're earning a regular amount of money from doing something that is a profession, trade, vocation, or a focused hobby, where you're now turning that hobby into a regular income generator, and something which you just do as a one-off. You're going to be taken down a different route, but the difference is in the fact that, for one, the one which is a focused job, you're going to be expected to pay Class 2 national insurance, and the other you're not going to have to pay Class 2 national insurance. But we're not going to talk about that now because Class 2 national insurance, if you have to pay it, won't come into place until after your first year of trading as someone who is self-employed because Class 2 national insurance is paid on your profits and you have to have been trading for at least a year for HMRC to calculate whether or not you are liable to pay Class 2 national insurance. And of course, you may already be paying this in your main job. So there's a lot to think about, but we'll continue to podcast about these matters and also any changes that affect you as workers and employees who may have second and third incomes. So the main thing you need to understand is that if you're in a gig job, then you're likely to be classed as self-employed, even if you are employed in other work. And if you're classed as self-employed, then every year you must, not may, but must fill in a self-assessment tax form because you may have to pay tax on any money you earn. And this, as we've said earlier, is in addition to tax that you might be paying if you have a main day-to-day -day job. To submit your self-assessment tax return, you will have to register for self-assessment. And you do this by going to the self-assessment site on the gov.uk website to register to submit a tax return. 
Now, we'll put a link to that website in the show notes for this episode so you can go over there and have a look. And if this applies to you, you can register in your own time. When registering for self-assessment, you must register before the 5th of October of every tax year. And that will be in the second tax year of your gig job. So whichever tax year you start to trade, you have to wait for that tax year to finish before you can register for the first time. And then you must register before the 5th of October of the new tax year. So what this means is that if you got a gig job between the 6th of April 2022 and the 5th of April 2023, then you would have needed to register for self-assessment before the 5th of October 2023, and you will now be expected to submit your self-assessment tax return before the 31st of January 2024. So you can see it's gone over into another year. So you got your job in 2022, but you don't file your self-assessment tax return until the January or before the 31st of January 2024. If you get a gig job between the 6th of April 2023, then you're going to need to wait until the tax year finishes on the 5th of April 2024. And then you can register for self-assessment and you must do that before the 5th of October 2024. And then you'll be expected to file your self-assessment tax return by the 31st of January 2025. And you must register for and submit your self-assessment within these timescales or you could incur a fine. So think about which applies to you. And it's most likely to be people picking up gig jobs in this current tax year. That's the 6th of April 2023 in which case your tax year will finish on the 5th of April 2024 and then after the end of the tax year, you register for self-assessment. Maybe you'd want to do that as soon as possible after the tax year finishes so that you leave as much time as possible to fill in that tax return so that you can file it before the 31st of January 2025. And that's it for this week. In next week's episode, we'll actually take you through the process of registering for a self-assessment tax return. So remember to tune in for that episode and we'll also try and put a video together of that process so you can listen to the podcast and watch the video. In the meantime, if you have any questions about self-registration or queries about any other employment rights matters, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. If you would like to book a consultation with us to look at anything to do with employment rights or any issue that you may be suffering at work or any questions you may have, then you can email us at employmentrightsonline at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can just go straight to the consultations booking page using the consultations link, which is also in the show notes. Finally, if you listen to us on iTunes or on Spotify, then 
We'd be really grateful if you could leave us a podcast review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify. And also if you would share the podcast with your family, friends and colleagues. Until next week, have the most informative Employment Rights Week that you can. Bye for now.